Welcome to Grandiose Grammar. I'm Aoife, a grammar enthusiast and a lecturer at Philips Universität Marburg. This week, I'm opening a can of worms and taking a look at interrogative pronouns versus relative pronouns. Over the last few years, I've noticed that ever more students seem to think that the word what is a relative pronoun. Today, I'll be focusing on those interrogatives that have an identical relative pronoun twin, as this seems to be where the interrogative what and its erroneous use as a relative pronoun arise. Interrogative pronouns include who, whom, whose, which and what. They are used to ask questions. I rarely come across errors in the use of interrogative pronouns, but some confusion arises with their cousins, the relative pronouns, which are almost identical. Who, whom, whose, which and that. While who, whom, whose and which can be both interrogative and relative pronouns, what cannot. It is only an interrogative and its relative pronoun equivalent is usually that and sometimes which. The interrogatives are used in the initial position, meaning they're always the first word in a main clause. As you know, to construct a question, you need to observe the following order of clause elements. Interrogative plus auxiliary or modal plus subject plus main verb and then everything else in the sentence. Who are you? Whom are you listening to? Whose podcast are you listening to? Which episode are you listening to? What is it about? Now, the pedants amongst you are going to jump on your high horses about all those stranded prepositions and why I've separated all those interrogative pronouns from their prepositional objects. Here's a newsflash. The perpetual debate about whether stranded prepositions are acceptable or not has been going on for several hundred years and I would argue that viewing stranded prepositions as grammatical or not is largely a style question. So now let's take a look at those relative pronouns I mentioned earlier. I'm sure you already know that relative clauses specify the referent of a noun, often the subject of the main clause. And if we revisit who, whom, whose, which and that as relative pronouns, you'll quickly see why the word what cannot be a relative pronoun. I'm the woman who hates glitter and thinks chocolate is an abomination. Who introduces a relative clause? This is also a subordinate clause, which gives additional information about the woman. My brother, from whom I received a glitter bomb at Christmas, is in my bad books. Whom specifies which of my brothers is in my bad books. Here's a shout out to Eddie. I promise there are no hard feelings, but one day I will get my sweet revenge by helping your children turn your home into a sticky mess. Thank you to the students whose errors inspire my episodes. Whose specifies the students I'm thanking. Who, whom and whose are usually used when the referent is human. The grammar book which I received as a gift is fascinating. Which specifies the grammar book. Here I could just as easily use that. The grammar book that I received as a gift is fascinating. Note I cannot use what as a relative pronoun as it is ungrammatical to use an interrogative to introduce a relative clause, so it's never possible to say the book what I received. If you are unsure about whether or not what can fill a slot, you could substitute which for that and usually be correct. However, be aware that there is a tendency to use which with non-restrictive relative clauses and that with restrictive relative clauses. 
which can also be used to refer to both humans and things, and that is usually used with inanimate reference. I'm pretty sure that some of you are now asking yourselves questions about punctuation in relative clauses. In general, if the information is optional, include a comma or commas. If it's essential, leave the comma out. Watch out for the use of the German comma with that. A comma before that is very unlikely in English. If you're unsure about whether or not to include a comma, leave it out. You'll be right far more often than you're wrong. Germans also have a habit of replacing relative pronouns with participle constructions because at some point in their educational career, their teachers at school taught them that they should do this, and it's not something that is done in German. Unfortunately, this means that Germans tend to underuse relative pronouns in favour of participle constructions, even in instances where a native speaker of English would favour a relative pronoun. Relative pronouns can only be replaced with a participle construction in the case of defining relative clauses in which the relative pronoun is the object of the verb, and in instances that involve B plus an adjective phrase, B plus a prepositional phrase, B and a past participle, or B and a present participle. Some of my example sentences from earlier allow themselves to be reduced without too much difficulty or confusion, but quite a few of them sound odd or create confusion. Let's take my first sentence. I'm the woman who hates glitter and thinks that chocolate is an abomination. Turning this into a reduced relative clause doesn't work because even though this is a defining relative clause, the relative pronoun is the subject of the verb. Thus, I'd be creating a nonsense construction. I'm the woman hates glitter and thinks chocolate is an abomination. My brother, from whom I received a glitter bomb at Christmas, is in my bad books, can be turned into a reduced relative clause. My brother I received a glitter bomb from at Christmas is in my bad books. I would argue though that this sounds awkward to native speaker ears, although it is grammatical. Thank you to the students whose errors inspire my episodes. Reducing this relative clause and omitting the relative pronoun is going to entirely change the meaning of the sentence. Thank you to the students' errors inspiring my episodes. I'm now thanking errors and not people. In my final sample sentence, the grammar book which or that I received as a gift is fascinating. This can easily be reduced to the grammar book I received as a gift is fascinating. This is a topic that we will be revisiting. Just remember that what is never a relative pronoun, it's only an interrogative. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, feel free to contact me via the contact form on grandiosegrammar.com or over on Twitter. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.